welcome back, America, to the Yucky Podcast with JM and JB. And for those of you who are new here, this podcast is all about the entrepreneur mindset and the lifestyle where you can find balance between work and life. Within this show, we're going to showcase um, not just people within our network, but also local Arizona businesses and the minds that built them. JB, welcome to the show. Hello, Jakey Mara. What's up, dude? Another day in Phoenix. What's wrong with that? It's hot as shit. I mean, it's not too bad. It was just a little humid, I think, because the rains last night. It's a dry heat. Oh my gosh, you couldn't have done that before the show? I don't know. I'm. It's all over the place now, and oh. I'm just uncomfortable. I'm in shorts today. I'm going to blind everyone on camera. Showing those dang things. I know. I didn't even shave for the camera, so they don't even look bigger. I hate it when that happens. Happens to the best of us. But, you know, sometimes having a, you know, it's not always about the size. Isn't it, though? Maybe. <laughs> wink, wink. That's how I just, that's how I get through life. I tell myself it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Does it? It doesn't. It's I think pers- it does. It's your personality that counts. Motion in the ocean? Seven. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going on this week? Oh, uh, you know, just um, struggling a little bit with finding motivation to show up to work every single day, it seems like. Did something happen? That was real. No, it just... It's just one of those weeks? It's just one of those weeks where I wake Tired, up and hot. I roll over and I just don't want to deal with anything. I don't know why. It, it's nothing, nothing happened. It's just nothing bad has happened. Like yeah, nothing in like Wake my personal like life, nothing in the work life. I mean, other like the normal day-to-day stuff. But for some reason, I am just really reaching for any sort of like motivation to just keep doing what I normally do. You want me to bring you breakfast burritos? I, mean, I could use like a hug Donuts? or something. Chicken sandwich. A hug or a chicken sandwich or both? Yeah, a little bit of both maybe. I don't, I don't know. Like I'll take a bite of a chicken sandwich. Then you we'll start a with a hug. It's a little cheaper. Just not during the work hours because that's free ninety nine. It's harassment. Uh, I'll file a note with HR. Don't worry. That's me. Oh, you're HR. Yeah. And then I'll file it with you because you're HR as well. See how that works. Shit, good luck. All right. Well, then how do we find motivation? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you. I thought maybe that's what we could talk about today. I know we can ramble a little bit, but it was just something that when I was driving here, I was just thinking to myself like, why I'm like, why I'm so sluggish? Why am I so tired? I'm not doing anything differently. I mean, other than us cutting down a tree the other day, that maybe is why I'm a little bit tired. Yeah, that made me not want to come in for the next two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that just showed how out of shape we actually are. But, you know, it, it's... Well, I mean... Because in, in my normal life, like, I, I seem to have plenty of motivation to do the everyday stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just weird that it's only work right now, and I can't figure out why. So, like, for me... Obviously, there's something that's going to have to click mentally um, to where I can just kind of refocus that energy and kind of gather myself and attack the day to day. But like for somebody like you, like what's something that you would use to kind of push through like this week that I'm freaking having this week? It's well, Wednesday. It's not even a full week. Let yet, me and it's ask already- you a question. When's the last time you've had a good reset as in not answering your phone um, completely? Putting work to the side. You don't know who's working. You don't know what's going on. You're you're letting loose. You're going to enjoy time with your friends. You're out on the lake or camping or shooting, whatever it may be. When's the last time you've had a break? So ironically, that's why I'm I'm concerned as like why I have no motivation because literally last weekend I met Kyle in the here in Gooley out in Dallas. And had were you able to put down your phone and not think about work, or did you spend time mm. answering emails, answering countless phone calls of problems? Well, we've got this drama or that drama. Luckily, I have an amazing uh, uh, GM that works for us that took off or took a lot of that for me. 
I, I still woke up and did emails. I still dealt with like text messages and phone calls, but like not, not what I'm normally used to. I mean, he took, you know, 90% of it off my plate. And then I just worried about some of those little things. I had an amazing freaking time catching up with those guys. Yeah. It had been, I think we were talking like, and here's wedding was the last time all four of us together, which was um, years ago. Yeah. Five or six years ago. And it was dude, like, we never left. I mean, it went back to like, we, cool. were, we were, we were young boys roaming around Dallas, checking out Kyle's new spot. So it was, it was so much fun. I had a heck of a time. It was just a short weekend. I was going to say two, um, two, two full days, really yeah. one and a half two, full days. Yeah. Basically two days. Um, and it was great. And then I came back and I don't know, there was just no, no drive to want to do anything, not to catch up on the f- couple things I missed throughout the last couple of days. And again, it's, it was just towards work. It wasn't anything in my personal life. It wasn't like I didn't want to talk to anybody or be involved in anything, but I just, the moment I woke up, I, I just see emails, I see things lingering and I just wanted absolutely zero part of it. So that's why I'm having such a hard time trying to figure out what the hell is going on with me. Cause I had an amazing time in Dallas with the boys. Yeah. Like it was so good seeing all these guys and getting us all back together. Um, and then this week it's just, I, I want, I don't know. I, it's so weird. Usually I can get over the shit. It takes me a couple hours. I, you know, take a deep breath, get right back into it. And right now it's just every day I wake up just going, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, so I think, me. I think for me personally, I think the biggest thing is rest. Um, and that's just not getting a full night's sleep, right? I mean, I'm fully ready to come back to work after a long week of camping. Mm. You know, I'll go, and I'm not talking the two-day camping trips. Like, my last one I took was seven days long. And obviously, you can't take those every week or yeah. every month for that matter. But, you know, I went camping for seven days. And on about day five, I'm like, all right, this was fun. But I, I really need to get back. You know, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm reset. My mind is now going again. I'm fully engaged in work. What am I going to do differently? Um, and then you start thinking of all these ideas. Now, since your mind's at ease, um, you're not stressing about, out about all the drama you had. But now your mind's at ease and you're able to think of, you know, this wasn't working before. I'm going to throw this in play. And then you start, you know, waiting and wanting to get back to work. All right, time's passed. I'm ready to put these into play. I'm ready to make them work. Uh, I'm ready to try new things uh, with new staff, with new managers, whatever it may be. Let's get back to it. So my rest period has been a lot of, you know, camping, letting loose, going to places where I don't have any cell phone service. Yeah. You know, nobody's going to be able to get a hold of me no matter how hard, how hard they try. Um, Which is, I'm jelly. <laughs> well, and it's, jelly. Been, it's been good because, you know, obviously you and I are in the same boat where it's been, you know, three years of seven days a week grind of it's you wake up you know i'm getting my first phone call by 5 45 in the morning i get my managers for some reason start three four hours before the work time or our opening times is and they're working they're getting through things but they're calling me you know 5 30 5 45 6 o'clock in the morning and just discussing the day discussing the week whatever it may be luckily i'm up but you know, we went through this for three years now mm. of the constant grind, the constant figuring out, the constant watching money go out but not coming in, um, the constant of not receiving a paycheck for two and a half, three years. Well, no, uh, but yeah. That um, pretty well felt like it, but two years. Yeah. Two years, no paycheck, you know. So it's it leads back to that of, you know, what is going to get you up in the morning and make you come to work, but you got to see – one, you got to see down the road of, you know, this is a now problem. It's not going to be a future problem. We got to keep grinding. We got to keep going. 
But now since we're in the spot where the companies are slowly starting to bring money in, slowly starting to break even here and there, um, now you got to find that work-life balance, which is really unheard of, um, especially as an entrepreneur. But you got to get lo- get out and you know let loose a little bit, have fun, turn off your phone, separate yourself from the business, separate yourself from work, and kind of let your mind relax for once. Well, see, that's the weird part is that's exactly what I did, and then I lost motivation because normally you, you, this is what we signed up for, mm-hmm. right? I have no like aspirations to go back and, you know, only work 20 hours a week. And I mean, that'd be fine and all, but I'd be so bored because I'm used to doing so much. And again, had a phenomenal weekend. Didn't even think too much about work. I mean, I woke up emails, normal stuff, right? Yeah. That'll always change or always stay the same. That'll never change no matter where we are, what we're doing. Um, But it's just, I don't know. It was weird. This week has just been off. And and again, normally I can just shake it and be like, ah, fuck it. Let's keep going. No big deal. But I don't know. It's just been a weird, like, uh, mental thing for me of just, you know, a few problems hit and I feel more overwhelmed than normally. And I can't figure out It could why. just be, you know, because I have the same weeks. It's just like everything's going good. Why am I feeling so down? Yep. You know, money was good this week. Sales were fantastic. No complaints. No, no redos. No this or that. Why do I feel like shit? Mm. So... It could just be what's in the air. It could be because it's hot as hell. It could be something going on at home that's dragging you down, whether it's animals being sick, whether it's, you know, whatever it may be. You know, Mm -hmm. my projects at home are stacking up. I need to get laundry done. I need to get the dishes done. I need this and that. I don't have enough time in a week. Maybe that's dragging you down. It can be a number of things that's just not necessarily work-related, but... Well, and it's, again, it's involving it. That's the weird thing is like, no, I'm, I'm really good about checking, you know, work and uh, home life at the door. So if I'm coming into work, the moment I walk into work, it's all about work. And then when I go home, obviously it, it doesn't just turn off, but I focus more on the it personal lingers, life than, lingers still than there work. Because where, but this though, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm in like a weird, not a weird place that, that don't, don't take me like that. It's just, it's weird that normally I'm, I can easily find motivation, but the few things that I normally do at work don't necessarily work for me right now at home. I'm perfectly fine. Like I don't let this bother me. You know, I I'll answer some emails. I'll continue going about the normal nightly routine, morning routine, no problem. But the moment I step into work now, I'm just like, what the fuck contemplating? What am I doing with my life? And it's just, it's a weird feeling for me because it's not, it's not normal, right? It's not something that I, I mean, obviously I'll question my day to day stuff every now and again when work shit, but like to think like this for a whole week is very abnormal for me. So I'm just trying to figure out like, well, obviously motorcycle rides always used to help go yeah. out and do, you know, 120, 130 miles an hour and yeah. everything's sunshine and rainbows after that. And right now it's hot, so I can't do that. So there's just certain things that and I, I think, would normally do that I can't right now. Yeah, which and is I weird. think that's a big thing is, you know, I, I felt down this week too, not because of work. I've shut out all the shops this week. It's just like, you know what? I'm not going to work on the computer this week. I'm simply going to work in the shop. I've been masking vehicles for the past couple of days. You know, I've been helping sand, whatever I need to do. Cut to down help. a tree. Cut down the tree. But I think that's the <laughs> biggest thing is we started the week cutting down this monstrous tree that we both got heat exhaustion on mm. um, and completely took every ounce of energy out of me. And that just doesn't come back in a day. You know, that's going to be a yeah. week's long of getting rehydrated and everything. So mm. Maybe we, started off, was. we started off the week cutting down a tree, getting heat stroke or heat exhaustion, whatever the hell we had. 
and we're just <laughs> out of trying shape, to, I think is what it was. How to sh- and we'll get into that conversation, but trying to replenish our bodies yep. and get us into it. Right now, we're just freaking tired. I go home and, you know, sit on the couch. Kendi's like, all right, what's for dinner? I'm like, oh, I got to do that now? <laughs> like, can't we just order Jack in the Box or something? Like, anything. Yep. And so, like, I start making something last night. It's almost done. And I'm like, oh, I'm not in the mood for that. So I put it in the refrigerator after it's done cooking. I start making something else. Uh, I'm not really even hungry tonight. <laughs> it's just like my mind is gone too. Yeah. And it's because we're freaking tired. And it's we're using different type of energy now. Usually yeah. it's sitting behind a computer mental. typing and using mental energy. Mm. This week it's been all physical energy, which we haven't used in years. And maybe that's why I'm so like down in the dumps because I'm understanding you're maybe you're right. Maybe my body's like, dude, what is, what's you're wrong physically, with you? You're, you're physically exhausted. You used to do this all the time though. Like when we used to fabricate on storage containers, yeah, but out doing in the summer it, heat, like no big deal. And now it's this, been a year. Death life is killing me. It's been a year since you've been working Don't on get an storage office job. This is bullshit. So, but again, if we did this every day, yep. you know, we're going to be depleted of our energy sitting behind a desk because we're not doing physical activity. True. And oh. I feel like mental, um, mentally, like draining is worse for me than physical. I'd rather oh, be I like shut down physically when it tired. Comes to mental. Mentally, it, if I just stare at a computer all day long, like I am actually dead, which is sad. Makes well, me understand. Uh, uh, yeah, like it's I'm not completely different. Makes me feel like I'm not strong enough to do that kind of shit, and that's bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. mama. Yeah. When I'm mentally tired, I shut down and don't want to talk to anyone. When I'm physically tired, I'll sit down, but I'll still have a conversation. So, I don't know. I think that's what it is. So, I think you need a cigar, a chicken sandwich, and a fishing trip. <laughs> I could fucking do all of that. And Whoops. relax for the remainder of the week and then start the week off fresh next week. So, what's something unique that you would do to find motivation, whether that's for work or uh, life? I pull like out, my, of, out I of the pull, normal. If something in the normal isn't working for you, there's not like, much the uniqueness. Life? I pull home and I see the roof I got to keep over my head day to day. It's a you know, it's a doggy dog. It's a live or let die. You you don't need any more motivation than that right there. No, I don't want to be living on the damn streets. I play homeless enough when I go camping. <laughs> so I, I in a camper. I don't know. That's that, you think it's called glamping. I, I have a really close buddy. His name is Jeremy. Um and. Uh, I invite him camping all the time, but he's like, Jake, you got to stop doing this. I don't want to play homeless with you. <laughs> like I, I, I get it. It's fun. Go, yeah. go out in the middle of the woods and go sleep in a tent or a camper. But I have a very nice home. I have a very nice second home. I have a home in the, in the woods. I have a cabin. I'm not playing homeless. Does with he you. want to give me a home? Maybe. Okay. You gotta, I'll, talk I'll talk to him. him. But again, no, my driving factors i go home i see a wife i see two dogs and a cat that are food on the table every night a roof over their head it's 115 outside my house is at 70 is that all the animals you have in your house no Sorry, before no, we get to i have fish okay that's all okay and whatever scout brings in for the night. <laughs> um but no that's my driving factors to yeah. make sure there's a roof over their head at the end of every day there's nothing and to make sure that if any one of my family calls me and says hey i need help with x y or z mm. i'm gonna be able to say not a problem how much do you need or what do you need yeah when i feel like coming to like family issues i have it doesn't matter how tired i am doesn't matter where i'm at like i will always support and be there for somebody especially if they are asking for help right but i don't know i just feel like 
you know, there's unique situations in life sometimes that present themselves just like this one. We started our week out differently. We're not on our normal routine. We're a little bit tired. And, you know, I'm, I struggle. Everyone struggles. I, I know I'm not the only one. I know that this is it's normal shit. Yeah. It's just it's weird to see, the, like, you know, how grounded you are with that that mentality of, you know, I got to provide, have to provide for your family. Um, you know, it's just it's unique in, a, in an aspect of, like, understanding that work and life and just the world around you. There's always something different that people will kind of focus on because mm-hmm. for me like obviously I always want to have a roof over my head and eventually have you know a wife to go home to and a family and be able to provide for them um, but you know understanding that no, I don't ever want to go backwards but if something does happen in life and we have to sacrifice to hopefully build something bigger down the road I feel like that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. right so for me, it's just, I don't know, I guess I ground myself in a different way, which is, again, good. Everyone has their own kind of uniqueness. I just, I was curious. I don't think we've ever talked about something like this. Do you Men don't have, really share this kind of shit. No, they don't. And this, that is actually a good transition. Do you have someone to vent to outside of this podcast or even just me? Do you have someone that you can go and just say, shut up, listen, I'm going to talk. I don't need an answer. I, I just... I'm going to puke some words onto you. So the real answer should be yes. But my, what is the real my problem is I do not put that weight on other people. No, you internalize. Yeah, I'm a grown ass man. Okay. I should be able to stop take care being of my so, shit. Stop being so fucking tough and go and reach out for some assistance or help of. That's what I'm using this platform for right now. <sighs> this is why you're stressed. <laughs> not no, stressed. It's I'm on, just honestly, unmotivated. Though, you know, well, it's because you're building it all up and it might not be this week's problems that are bringing you down. It could mm-hmm. be a month ago's problems that are bringing you down this week. Yeah. So you got to be able to have that person, you know, most of the time mine is you. Mm-hmm. Um, other half the time, majority, it's my wife. I go home and I'm just like, shitty day. And she's like, all right, is this a listening hour or is this a talking hour? <laughs> Set like, boundaries, do, people. What, Set boundaries. What do we need? And, and yeah. we're good because... I don't want to bring it home and be pissed off from work and in return that pisses her off or we get in a fight. Yep. So I'm just like, look, I had a shitty day. This is what happened. And then she's like, all right, do you want me to answer? Or do you want to just get it off your chest? Yeah. yeah. Um, And I'll be like, I need help. Mm -hmm. Like, what should I do in this, you know, in this situation? Should I react? Should I let it go? Should I keep going? Yep. Um, And being able to let that all off your chest before you go to sleep at night one helps you get sleep yeah. because you're not up all night thinking, thinking about, about it. Shit. Yeah. And two, you get it off your chest where you're not waking up and going into work with that same energy the following day. True. And again, I, I have plenty of people I could talk to. I choose not to for whatever dumbfounded reason. Because you you're know, a man. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just that old school <laughs> well, thinking no, of like, and, and again, I should be the rock for everyone. So why would somebody carry my weight if I can't carry it myself? And that's which true is weird. because there's, and, and I, I don't get, need any pity fucking text from anyone after Tristan posts this shit. So, shut up take take advice um (laughs) but no as we were growing up we've always got that you know we've always got that that talk be the rock be the man be Mm -hmm. this or that you know i remember tristan had a seizure when do you know how old you were oh he had a seizure when he was can't remember i I was a sophomore junior in high school and Mm -hmm. i got a call i was working out it was football practice i was at the gym I got a call from, I think my mom, and she's like, hey, Tristan had a seizure. His eyes rolled to the back of his head. He's in a coma. He's not waking up. And I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, huh? What, what do I do now? Um, 
stay like he's in the ambulance right now. We're following him to the hospital. We'll keep you updated. And I go outside and I start crying instantly. I'm like, shit, I'm about to lose my brother. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that seizures were very common and kids. I get, I think he had a temperature and my mom lowered it too fast by, you know, whether it's ice packs or whatever, just cooling them down, cooling them down yeah, too yeah. fast. And so he seized. Um, but, you know, I, I remember my football coach coming out to me. And while I was sitting on the steps, I remember exactly where I was. I was sitting on the steps overlooking the parking lot. He's like, what's going on with you? Why aren't you working out? I'm like, my, my brother had a seizure. He'll be fine. Why aren't you working out? Because my brother had a, a seizure. Yeah. He, he's in a coma. I don't know if he's waking <laughs> up. He's like, you better be the rock for your family. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Here to, they're here to lean on you. I'm like, I'm, I'm 15, 16 years old. What yeah. do you mean they're here? They're here to lean on you. You need to be the man of the family. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. And so it started then, um, you know, Tristan's father, my stepdad passed away and I wasn't allowed to cry. I couldn't let Tristan see me cry. Mm-hmm. I couldn't let my mom, yeah. I couldn't let anyone see me cry or feel, see that I was hurting because I needed to be there for them. So I could go to my room and sit there and cry for hours. But if they saw me, I'm not being the rock. Yep. So, you know, we've been raised like that from the start of, being the rock and you know the one thing that Kendi helped me out with is hey you're fine you be the rock for them you can be the rock for me but when you need to not be the rock i'm the rock for you yeah so you're allowed to break down you're allowed to let loose i'm i'm the rock not up in this so mother. so having that relationship strength of you know and you have a fantastic relationship mm-hmm. uh that you're in right now and she's the rock for you whether you accept it or not shit so let her be the rock. That's all I got. It's words End of, of wisdom. Soapbox rant. Boom. I appreciate you. So go. I vent. don't know. It or- was just something that was on my mind that I just wanted to talk about. We don't really talk about, you know, that kind of shit. And I know with like, uh, ever since Jules came on here, it just kind of opened up that like guys can be open to communicating a little bit more. They should and, I, and like, even with this day and age, you know, um, more and more people, I feel like you have to be super masculine, which is okay. But understanding that opening up and talking about your shit can be masculine, yeah. I guess is something that I am trying to work on because that's never been a, never been a thing. Yeah. And shit, not even having to talk, but being with somebody that you know is able to calm you down. Mm-hmm. What did we used to do back in the day when you got pissed off or I got pissed off? Hug each other. Hug each other. In the night. <laughs> Obviously, what, <laughs> what do we used to do? Uh, go for drives. Not we'd, even talk about anything. We'd go just for, hop in a truck and drive. We'd go for hour drives, mm-hmm. hour, two hour, and not say a damn word. No radio, windows down, mm-hmm. and have no destination in sight. Yep. And that fixed all of our problems. Yeah, but on both sides. So yeah, be a man. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm tired of this, Grandpa. I'm tired, Grandpa. That's too damn bad, Tristan. <sighs> well, I'm glad you opened up a little bit. That was it. Again, I don't have anything too dramatic. It's not like I was just about to like, you know, unload everything. It was just a weird like lack of motivation, which is not not normal for me, especially coming off of weekend that was, you know, so much fun catching up with those guys, seeing how good everyone's doing. Have more of those weekends. Um, yeah, I don't together know. with old friends. I didn't sleep very much. But so that's fine. Not sleep, that we were out doing sleep anything crazy. Dead. I just didn't sleep very much. We had yeah. a lot of fun though. It's good. Yeah. Proud of you. Josh Gooley knows what I'm talking about. What does that even mean? He kept me up. He didn't sleep very much. He's an early riser. He's military. Yeah. So he was probably sleeping in. He he like wanted to go for a three mile run in the morning. And it's like, we drink way too much to do this bullshit right now. (laughs) 
And Even we if you weren't anyways. drinking, it's still a lot of running. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We worked out anyways. And I was like, this is not vacation anymore, you freaking jerk. But so glad I did it. Again, it was just like a weird uh, a weird thing for me these last couple of days. Well, I hope so, you get through this. I know this we, didn't really, we weren't really going to talk about that. but No, fuck. it's, again, that's what this whole podcast is for, is mm-hmm. to open up. Because, again, there's a lot of men, women and men, yeah. that are out there that are dealing with the same issues and just don't open up to people because that's how they were raised. That's how they feel inside that is right or wrong. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people out there that need to know, look, you may be the rock for everyone else, but there is a rock out there for you as well. And uh, you just got to go for it. Let's put that on a t-shirt. Inspirational. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. Quoted you up. You brought this out of me. I mean, really, I was just going to text Nico and be like, hey, man, you want to go have a beer later? But you could text me and hang out. You don't like beer. That's fine. I'm I not saying water. alcohol is the, the route to fix Why can't problems? I drink water and hang out? Is that why we stopped hanging out? Yeah. Okay. Not at all, you jackass. Because you don't go out after 7.30 at night. No, and I, I do, but no. I don't go out at 9.30. The last time you messaged me, like, let's go out. Perfect. What time? 10.30. We'll meet up. No, what? it was 9 o'clock and Chad Parker was in town. So you okay. make exceptions for and Chad I, Parker. And I was there. And that's what I'm saying. Okay. Suck a dick. Um, <laughs> are we allowed to say that? Yes. Okay. Suck a butt. Um, suck a what? Suck a fart. Oh, I don't okay. know. Um, Shut your butt. And I was there. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You're welcome. It was a great time. Don't invite me out that late again. My yeah, bedtime is what you 8 told o'clock. That's so why I didn't do it. You can go out earlier. There's things to do at 7. Name one. Dinner. Name two. Go-kart racing. Damn, he's pretty good with his tea. All right, third time's a charm. You're not going to get it. Ice cream. Ice cream. Killed it. Tacos. Killed it. <laughs> um. All right, well, what do you got now? Sorry. I Nothing. Know, like I, I think, said, I think you got a lot out of me. Yeah. Oh. Not yeah. like that. Kind of like that. Well, I guess let me try to maybe jump into it a little bit more just because since we started talking about it. So um, at work, how do you, with employees, how do you find motivation to keep them involved in the day-to-day aspirations? Not really what I was talking about, but more of like, you know, walking into a shop and just turning that, that so, energy into something more. Uh, they're going to have their days just like we to have ours, right? Yep. They're, they're humans as well. Um, what I work on with all, all my team, and I've said this before, um, we obviously have different management styles, which there's no mm-hmm. right, there's no wrong. Um, I don't talk shop with them. You know, it's never, you know, how's work going? How, yep. is, how is masking going? Wh- what's going on with painting? Why do we suck at this? Why are we great at that? I never make it about that. I have managers in place. They're the ones to talk to the team. Um, if I'm going to do it, there's no reason to me, for me to have a manager. Mm. There needs to be a skip level. Um, when I go in, I want to know how their families are doing. I want to know what type of hobbies they're in. You know, I, I know most of my team's hobbies. You know, I know exactly what they like. I know what they're into. Um, and I take it more to a personal level. Uh, so they're not there to think I'm there to bash on them yeah right so it's Which not that's like, my job it's not like yeah. hey jb's here he's gonna rip me a new one yeah. jb's here somebody's getting fired jb's here you know we screwed up that's so, that's not why i'm at a shop yeah uh when i go back there you know better than anyone i go and fist bump every single mm-hmm. person and say we've the, talked about that before say them by name and ask how they're doing i don't want to know how work's going i mean if you have a problem they know to come to me um but there's a chain of command for that so when you notice that somebody is probably off or, you know, you give them the fist bump, it's not the normal routine. What do you then do to change either that 
that dynamic, that energy level, that, you know, whatever's going on with them that's affecting their personality at that time. The first thing I ask is, hey, is everything good? You know, so you just ask them. I I ask them straight up. Is everything good at home? Is everything good here? Is there anything I can help with? And just broad answer like that. Just is there anything I can help with? Um, And they're either going to say, yes, this is what's going on at home. You know, I need I need a break. What if it's somebody like me that just was like, I just have no motivation to be here. Are you talking like an inspirational quote, somebody, or are you like, come on, let's tackle it? It's all depending. You know, some people want to hear it. Some don't, some need to hear it. So it's like, if it's you, my best friend that I know there's something wrong with, I'm going to pull it out of here. Right. This is recorded. Okay. Best friend on Wednesdays while we're doing the podcast from five to 6 PM. Five 30 ish, but it's fine. (laughs) My watch died. So I can't confirm the time. (laughs) But anyways, if it's somebody that I, honestly care for Mm. and that's in my family that's in my life um that i see is not venting or letting loose and i will pull it the hell out of you and say hey let's talk um if it's a team member that is just like doesn't want to talk i'm like hey do you need do you need a break do you need a day like you're free to go like don't worry uh we got your shift covered for the remainder of the day let us know what's going on i'm coming to work for you they're not getting paid for it oh okay I'm not saying I'm paying for the shift. I just say, hey, we've got your job covered for the day. Taking back my resume. Okay. I was going to decline it anyways. <laughs> That's probably a smart bet. <laughs> not enough experience. Heard um, that. But no, you ask them straight up, hey, is everything good? Yep. And if they want to talk about it, great. If not, then, you know. They're going to figure out their issues. They're going to have somebody, you know, outside of work that's going to be able to figure it out. True. They come back the next day, still same problem. Mm-hmm. Dig a little deeper. If it's been a week and it's still the same issue, hey, dude. Coming to the office, what's going on? Yep. Your attitude is now reflecting your work. Your work is now reflecting the business. Your business is now pissing off customers. What's going on yep. now? Since we let it drag on this long, now it's my. Problem. Now it's an our problem. Yep. Um, but you know, if if it doesn't make it a week or, or even a few days, then you know, hey, if you want to talk, we're here. If not, on home. But I try to make each shop feel like a family, yep. and I make sure when I hire a manager, I tell the manager, look. You build the team around you. I'm not doing interviews. I'm not hiring. I'm not firing. That is your job. You need to build the team around you to make you look success- successful and the shop to be successful. So I'm not going to hire somebody that you hate and can't get along with that's going to bring down the shop. Yeah. So, by the way, if you fire somebody, you got to cover that position. If you fire the detailer, guess who's detailing cars tomorrow? The managers. Yep. So you better have a backup and you better fire for a good reason. No, again, and it makes sense. And you said some, you know, just a couple minutes ago, how, uh, y- you know, well, how you talked about having your wife as the rock at home. Mm-hmm. That way you can balance kind of that work and life. It makes sense why people have like work besties and work wives and shit like that. Yeah, you're my work wife. Yeah, heard that. I'm telling you, the the blue collar men that has work wives is another blue collar guy who's like ruggedly handsome with a red beard. Those are the ones you gotta. Can you, you gotta put that on a t shirt? Ruggedly handsome red beard. Work wives. Work wife. No, no we're gonna know from our. Okay. No, okay. We're going to work on that separately. Don't worry about it. Think about it. I'm just saying, though, I'll seriously, wor- work wives and, you know, yeah, like work besties, it, it really does help, I guess, settle somebody well, um, it, from a work life and then a personal life because they'll kind of intermingle, I guess, a little bit. But, you know, I've never really had, well, I guess that's a lie, too. When I was in Virginia, I mean, I always had Mike Minio. Yeah. I've known that kid since kindergarten. So there were some times where we couldn't discuss, you know, work. Uh, at home just because you know he was a manager and we just couldn't talk about certain things um, but I guess I've always had somebody I've always known really well 
um, to always bounce that kind of shit off of, which is always but good. But that helps you go to work as well. Like, yes. you know, when knowing when that I'm going in and, shit with you, you know, as soon as I leave the house or you leave the house, even though we're going to see each other in five minutes, there's always a phone call. Sometimes hey, we don't see each other. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> Dear Valley, I'm right behind you. Oh, I see you. So having that work that. wife or work bestie is good for yourself because you're actually excited to go to work. You're excited to see that person or talk or gossip or whatever it is, especially now since, you know, families are getting in the mix. Mm -hmm. You got wives or girlfriends or whatever, whatever. We don't hang out every night. So there's stuff that happens at night that we don't get to discuss what we used to in the hot tub. I don't know what goes on at your house. Not much. I go to bed by 730. <laughs> Married life. <laughs> and I'm up by three. So no mom. There's not much that goes on over there. Yeah. I'm Motivated. trying to think about it. No. <laughs> Motivation to get married. Let's do this. <laughs> Going to bed when the sun is out is probably the best thing that ever happened in my life. There's something about the sun. Wow, being Tristan out. is sitting right there. I'm sitting right here and you're gonna you're gonna thank the sun for being out when you go to bed. One hundred percent. Yeah, you're not putting up a fight. Okay. I remember that. Okay. Are you going to hang out with me before the sun goes down? Mr. Nine o'clock, let's meet up. First off, you used to only do shit when, when the sun, the sun went down. goes down. <laughs> and we're back, motherfuckers. Motivation over. All right, T. Lee. I think this will be the segment where we uh, kind of cut to and let's, uh, let's call it the T. Lee production segment. We'll we be going over so. a couple of things, current events and questions um, uh, regarding our job or just stuff in general. The first subject er, are the thoughts on the Michael Ower, the blindside drama. For context, Michael Ower, the former NFL star. It's whose or, life like a paddle on a boat. Story was the inspiration <laughs> for the 2009 movie, The Blind Side. <laughs> Claims that Sean and Leanne Tui never legally adopted him and benefited financially from his story. Ower 37 claimed in a new court petition obtained by NBC News that the Tuies presented him with papers in 2004, which he believed to be adoption papers, but instead was a petition for a conservatorship. And Michael Ower discovered this lie to his uh, chagrin and embarrassment in February of 2023 when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the Tui family, in fact, provided him no familial relationship with the Tuies. Thoughts on that situation. Which, this kind of blows my freaking mind, because I had no idea that this is how, after you watch The Blind Side, it makes it look like that family and, like, him were so, you know, on the same page, interconnected, heroes of the, the story, them coming together, and to hear something like this, my initial thing is, like, how in the, my mom listened to this, I was about to say the F word, sorry, mom, how in the, the frick French toast uh, did he go that long until just recently finding out that. Because he's out of money? Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't. How does that shit happen? Like, even if you're a young kid, even if you're uneducated. Like, when like, did that conservatorship end? Is that how you say it? English is hard. It has never ended. It's still going. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I've been seeing a bunch of, like, news articles on this, and I haven't really read into it, mainly because I'm like, this freaking guy is now, the blindside quote unquote ruined his NFL career because it made him so public. And now everybody's watching him because they want him to be the, the highlight reel that, that huge story to, you know, rags to riches story. Yeah. Um, and now since he's in the public, they see that he's just an average lineman at best. 
Uh, can you? I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, that? but he's not average. So he's well, not average size, but as a NFL lineman, he wasn't a standout by any means. If if the movie was not created, would we have known his name? He was a decent lineman. So that actually a means a lot coming good, from T. He knows good his starting shirt. level lineman. He was a tackle for the Ravens. Uh, right? Ravens, Panthers on that Super Bowl run. Uh, he was a good starting tackle. Okay, so. So, yeah, I read these stories, and I didn't really read much into them because all I thought was, look, this guy's career is over. He's looking for more money. Yeah. Um, obviously, you watch the movie, and there's three sides to every story. Um, and, and this shit happens all the time, right? You know, sign away your life. Yeah. The, the more we read into it now, it comes out that, you know, half the movie is not true. I mean, the whole adoption thing, he was never adopted. They even announced that in the movie. They took guardianship of him, which actually is the conservatory ship. They have, they own the rights to him and his name. Um, so it's kind of like the NIL, NIL deal before it became big. Is, oh, yeah. That's, his, that's the two is NIL deal right there. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is a crazy story that this stuff does happen in life. Um, mm. And who knows what comes out of this? I, I don't even know. I don't even know enough to think about it or even to talk about it. I mean, and I've never really tried to stay up with current events because I don't believe half the shit, actually three quarters of the shit that's out there in the world. Um, just because just like this movie, right? The perception is it's a great family relationship. They, have you know, pulled him out of a bad situation, built it all up, you know, help this kid progress where in reality that actually didn't happen. He played football before he was actually really good, had a lot of recognition and then they just helped him basically go to old miss. Yeah, like how, and we, how and we were you, talking before. T, he was like an all-state player before yeah. he met the Tui family. He's going to a public school or something. Tui family was able to get him to a a Christian school, private school, and kind of push him along the way. Right? Yep. You can he's not in yes. No, he's he's not in yes. Talking the microphone. No, he doesn't um, need to. So, and in the movie, it's just complete opposites. You know, he was living from couch to couch. You know, yeah. whoever. Came to the two, he's like, yeah, this guy's living on my couch. You know, you should take him in. You got, uh, what's the little two's name? Oh, uh, you don't know the young one? Uh, SJ. See? I know movies. SJ. How the fuck do you remember this stuff? I know names. Sorry, Mom. How the frick do you remember this stuff? I, I remember names. Okay. You're actually, that's true. You 100% remember names. I don't know how you do it half the time. So you got SJ. It's like coming up and saying, hey, Big Mike comes to the school. Can he, can he stay with us? Um, so there's actually, you got to watch it. There's a skit that I watched the other day. It was, I'm sorry, it came up, but it was, uh, of Peyton Manning doing a parody of the blind side and it's called the dark side of Peyton Manning moving in. And it's like Sandra Bullock coming up to him on the streets. It's like, Hey, big Mike. He's like, my name's not big Mike. It's Peyton. I'm an NFL quarterback. You need to come home. We're, we're here to help you. He's like, <laughs> what? What? He's is this like, like SNL or what is this? I, I, it must have been SNL or something, yeah. but there was a parody with uh, with Peyton Manning on it, and she's it's scenes from the movie that it kind of clips in Peyton Manning's, and it's like the scene where Michael Orr like goes in the house, and all the NFL players have uh, futons, so we got you one. He's like, I've never had one of these before. She's like, What your own room? He's <laughs> like, Peyton Manning, a bed, and then Peyton Manning's like. No, I, I'm an NFL quarterback. I have multiple homes. <laughs> like what? what we'll have to check. To we'll me? have to check that. I'll out. have to send that to you. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty funny. But yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know much about this story to even. 
I kind of stayed away from it only because I initially judged the crap out of it and was like, this guy's just here for the money mm. um, because his NFL career has ended and, you know, he needs it. But clearly it's a lot deeper than that of, you know, there's another family controlling his life um, and, you know, not letting go. I mean, the conservatorship with like even Britney Spears was huge. So, you know, and that made a lot of news as well. Of she's not in control, she can't say or do anything. Yeah, no money coming in, dad having control of it. But I guess it just shows you that, you know, you literally can't trust everything you see out there on social media, on movies, like unless you're actually up to date on, you know, the in-person stuff. You just, you, you know, social media, you judge so many people and you have no idea what they're actually going through. It's just that shit that like back in the day, the only way to find out is by talking to somebody. Nowadays, you watch something, you read something. How do you know if it's true? How, there's so much bullshit out in the world that like you can't justify what's real, what's not. So you just have to collect as much information as you possibly can and then make the best educated guess that you can possibly make on this situation. Yeah. Uh, any situation, not just this one. But and again, any you can't, situation. you literally can't trust anything the news says nowadays, which sucks. You know, any you, of them. I mean, you want to, you want to do it. And, you know, yeah. Tristan and I have completely 100% opposite views on life itself. But the good thing about Tristan that I can't argue is he researches anything. Mm -hmm. he, he's not going to argue a statement that he hasn't already researched. Yep. Um, I have trouble reading, so I do not research <laughs> anything. <laughs> but you argue like you do. So. But I argue, and as long as you talk with confidence, they're going to believe. I think you like it when you piss people off more in the argument. I think, oh, that, I think that really gets you, gets you one of the It makes me laugh. Way. It makes yeah. my day to see somebody get so irritated, even though I know I'm wrong. I've been but wrong. You're not going to let them know that. I've been wrong for the past hour arguing, and do I care? No, no, you're getting pissed off, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> I'm glad you're getting a kick out of it. <laughs> What's your next topic? This is a question from r slash um, ask Reddit. It is employers. What's the most insane complaint you've had about an employee that turned out to be completely true? You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Fuck my life. Um, uh, frick your life. Frick your life. Sorry, Mom. I'm really sucking at this thing. That's um, why I'm the Andy, he's, he's, a, he's rubbing off on me. He's a bad influence. Um, so we had one actually here at this location um, go into a bathroom, like 20 minutes, come out of the bathroom, and all it smelled was burnt peanut butter. So originally, the day before, we were getting told that this employee <laughs> is acting abnormal. His eyes are red. He's kind of spacey. He's all over the place. Um, and I'm like, I can't be on drugs. Like this kid's like, he's too nice of a kid. Like there's no possible way. Literally the next day in the bathroom, burnt peanut butter. If you've never smelled burnt peanut butter, you know exactly what this is. Once you smell it, um, literally smoking in the bathroom, high as shit, came out of the bathroom, tried to deny it, even though I'm standing right there, made me, well, he didn't make me. I chose to cuss him out and fire him on the spot. But to, to think that, you know, somebody was just complaining cause they didn't like him trying to you know say he's on drugs to not even 24 hours later coming back doing drugs in the bathroom and i'm like you were such a nice guy your interview was fantastic you were doing great work you couldn't go 24 hours without getting high blew my freaking mind it was somebody that i never <laughs> suspected and yet clear as day he did it uh literally you can't deny it and he sat there and just until he's blue in the face denying it and we fired him we had on the spot he wouldn't go do a drug test, wouldn't do any of that shit, but I was just mind blown. You're going to do that shit in the employee bathroom at work 
Not even take a lunch. Go cry. Uh, whatever. We had crazy shit. I have me. a similar story to that, and then I'll have you re-ask your question because I already forgot it. But we. Had, <laughs> so how do you have a similar story? Have you forgot the question? Because I have a similar story to yours. Oh, okay. about doing drugs at work. Oh. Uh, we had a kid. Um, we had just painted a car. Was going into detail. Um, you know, everything's completed. All body work, all paint, overall car. Our detailer decided to back it up into another truck, causing more damage not only that car that was painted but the truck that was just painted too uh so the first thing i do is i hand him a drug test i'm like here go get drug tested mm. uh i don't care what it is go get drug tested and we'll talk to you in a couple of days we'll let you know when it's back um find out he doesn't go that day when we send him he goes the following day a full 24 hours later obviously uh get clean kit yep. works within those ranges um so he comes up to me, you know, a couple of days later, he's like, Hey, I just, I just want to let you know, like I smoke weed, but I don't do anything else. And I wasn't higher, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hey, your drug test came back. Uh, weed wasn't on there. <laughs> so you're everything, giving, but I was dude. like, I hate to give you good and bad news. Good news is your get clean kit worked. Bad news is it doesn't clean the fentanyl that was in your system. <laughs> so uh, peanut butter people. I, uh, I appreciate your time here. We're going to split ways. Wish you the best of luck. You're not going to crash any more of my vehicles. See you later. Try again. Drugs are a hell of a thing, kids. Don't do it. Okay, so what was the question again? The question was the most insane complaint you had about an employee that was true. So I had a manager at one of my locations. We were restoring a truck. It was an old, I think it was an 81 C10. This truck was, uh, the, still is the bane of my existence. I, I have nightmares weekly about this truck. <laughs> um, it was originally going to get done at our North Phoenix shop, and we couldn't get to it in time just because it was so much backlog. This truck was going to take us you know, five months to complete anyways because it was a restoration job. Um, the customer ended up getting a little upset, so I brought it to my South Phoenix shop. Um, we started work on it, blah, blah, blah. The manager kept coming up to me. I was like, hey, the uh, the customer came up and said, this is stolen, this is stolen, so I th we need to start firing some employees in the back. Um, we have people stealing in our shop. Like, all right, well, let's get on cameras, let's see. And I couldn't find anything on cameras. Couple months go by. Um, this manager still, hey, someone's stealing stuff out of this truck. Hey, someone's doing this and this to this truck. Everything's missing. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is a new group of people. Yeah. I end up firing the manager for other reasons. Um, as he was leaving, I'm seeing all these parts showing up and being loaded into his truck. He ended up having the same year make and model truck at his home that he was restoring. <laughs> and so he was using these guys' parts, blaming it on the staff in the back, and taking these parts home and making me buy new parts for this guy's truck. This was right in the time of expansion. We just opened two other shops. We opened, you know, our three uh, shops in Tucson all at the same time. Yep. I couldn't be at the shop every single day babysitting. So, yeah, he was uh, stealing stuff off this truck, blaming the employees, making me buy new parts for this truck while he was going and uh, restoring <laughs> his truck at home with the parts. Killing the game. God, I hate Killing people. Killing the game, I'm telling you. God, I hate people. Can't trust shit. All right, what do we got? 
Hello. It's already on. Is it me you're Love. looking for? This is kind of a long story, so oh, I'll stop after every like paragraph then paragraph. um <laughs> to get your opinion. It's, it's a section of sentences yeah, before I got that. Oh, you're gonna you stop after par- paragraphs? Like what are we reading like eight pages here? I thought you were asking what a paragraph was. No, I'm just paragraph dot 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 dot. That's a lot. You okay. only need one period. Yeah, this is from R slash am I the asshole? Am yes. I the asshole for not giving my employee a bonus despite all he's done for me? Yes. Was that a paragraph? That's the uh, title. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So oh, we're background. Nice. Oh. One of my employees, I'll call him D, is a supervisor. D's He's nice. smart, dedicated, good heart, not a quitter, and a very hard worker. He is in his mid-30s, and the job pays around 50K a year. He was a late bloomer with social skills and doesn't have much higher education, which is why he's a shift supervisor now rather than a higher up. Then I'll give you the situation. At six-month progress review, we talked about his performance. I told him he's doing awesome in terms of operations but could stand to improve his organizational skills and follow through. Later, one of his staff missed her deadline to complete an educational requirement. I talked to D and told him he can't let this happen again. He said he emailed her telling her to do it, and I explained that clearly wasn't enough, that he must follow up with whatever is necessary, including disciplinary action if it comes to that to ensure his staff are compliant with our regulations. A couple months later, near another deadline, the same woman wasn't done, so I reminded Dee to make sure she gets it done. Well, deadline hits and she missed it. I talked to Dee and was like, what the fuck? We talked about this and I reminded you. Language. He told me she told him she'd completed it. He could have checked her certificate. I told him no excuses. You promised me last time you'd follow up as necessary and you failed. Reaction so far. So, uh... This comes back to how I mentioned earlier where I tell the manager they need to hire a team to make them successful mm-hmm. because if a car is not completed within paint or sanding or detailing, I'm not going to find the painter or prepper and say, why the hell isn't this completed? Yep. I'm going to the manager and say, this is your shop. Why aren't you operating? So the fact that he didn't have his processes or checklists or you know checkups in place, it as a shift supervisor he's to blame. You're not going to that person. If that person can't complete their job, we need either need to write up a performance review and say, hey, this is what needs to happen. Otherwise, we got to split ways or, you know, this is what needs to happen. If you do it correctly, then we're good to go. But if you're not doing that and she still can't complete her job or he or she can't complete the job, um, then you need to move on to make you look better. Unfortunately, it sucks that you have to hire somebody to make you look better in life no matter if you're doing your job or not, but that's yeah. kind of how this world works. If we can't make money, our landlord's not going to our GM and saying, hey, why isn't rent due or why isn't rent paid? They're coming to us saying, why isn't rent paid? Yeah. So for me, uh, I guess my initial reaction is, is the guy an asshole for not paying out a bonus? Yes. Is the employee an asshole for underperforming? Absolutely. So if this was my scenario and I was talking to a, a shift shift lead we had to pay out a bonus for tenure that's one thing but it's going to be at the bottom level of a bonus if somebody cannot perform doesn't hit their kpis doesn't hit data analytics doesn't hit whatever standard we have put in place to do so then they should not bonus at a higher structure or at somebody who's producing at the exact same level so is it the manager's fault for keeping around for x amount of years absolutely especially if he's underperforming but at the end of the day if you have an employee who continues to show up and continues to try you're going to get a very minimal bonus to show appreciation for the time and tenure you're putting in but you're never going to get above that for underperformance 
That's my re- my thoughts, my reaction. Okay. Last paragraph to Move end on. it. Fast forward to the end of the year performance appraisals. I rate him acceptable rather than excellent on his organization follow through, which means he doesn't get his 2% bonus at the end of the year. He was always borderline on organization and the education thing tipped the scale. Now, I think he deserves a maximum bonus. He sacrificed for me, shed blood, sweat, and tears, but that's not how the performance appraisal system works. I could have fudged it. Nobody would have known, but I think he has potential to be great and move up in his career. That sloppiness won't cut it if he moves up a few ranks. He feels hurt badly. He knows he deserves it and knows I think so too. He feels like I'm being a heartless bureaucrat, but I feel like I'm doing my job and also teaching him a lesson in the long run despite being terrible about it. Is he the asshole? Uh, um, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> again, it, it's both sides, right? So the employee will asshole. always think that that manager is going to be an asshole. The manager is going to think that employee is being an asshole because they know they have potential. The hardest part about this whole scenario is seeing it from both sides. That's why, you know, originally when I had said maybe he has a tenure bonus, whether you put in the time, and the energy, you have a very bottom level tier, and then you base it off of performance and build off of that. The fact that the employee thinks he is deserving of a bonus is outlandish in my eyes only because understanding how business works now, understanding that no matter what is in our bank account, we still have an amount of you know money to spend on bills, so on and so forth. Why are we giving out money out of our own personal pocket to somebody who cannot understand that their performance is based off of this bonus? So for me, I guess looking at it as the owner manager, I am not the asshole because I'm not paying out a bonus because the bonus is deserving to you, but you have to earn that bonus. If you haven't earned it, you don't deserve it. But if they still think they deserve a, um, a bonus, then they can structure it. If he thinks he's that great of a guy, then he can structure a, uh, a tenure bonus off of it rather than um, you know achievement bonus. So I've never been a fan of a, a tenure bonus. And again, we're not in corporate America mm-hmm. where there's, that's how corporate America runs. You're mm-hmm. at your six months, you're at your one year, you're at your two years. Let's talk about yearly reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been big on that only because we've hired multiple people and they come to us at month three. I'm like, Hey, I've been here for three months. Where's my bonus yep. or where's my raise expecting it. And it's just like, all right, well in the three months you've been here, you've missed one day per week constantly you've had 18 redos you've had this and this yep so a 10-year bonus bothers me um that with that being said if a bonus is deserved then it's most likely given mm-hmm. you know if a cus if well, again, a team with, at, with this scenario a, though he's not he's not performing he's, he's not, not reaching he's the level. not reaching you need to be hitting on all cylinders unfortunately mm-hmm. um so you is know, he an if, asshole for not paying out a bonus no, he, he needs, in this manager's point of view, he needs to write up a review and just say, hey, this is this is why. Yep. This is, I'm explaining to you why. I'm going to give you a, another two months to redeem yourself and say, this is what needs to be done. X, Y, and Z needs to be completed. Here's your checklist. If you can get this done, we're hitting on all cylinders. Here's your rebuttal. Um, but other than that, you know, if the guy's doing everything but one, yeah, we're gonna have screw ups under us. Yep. It's gonna happen, um, but, but I don't know. The whole ten year bonus bothers me. Um, to receive a bonus or to receive a raise, not only do you need to be doing your job, and this sucks, but you need to be doing your job plus some. Mm-hmm. You need to be deserving to show you're moving up. And we've always been like that. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's why I've, it's a I've bonus. never once in my entire life 
uh, asked for a raise because I feel like if I'm deserving of a raise, they're going to see it. They're going to get work. will will prove now that being said, there's plenty of owners and managers out there that, you know, you don't ask, you don't receive. Yes. Which, you know, it's better to, like they always say, it's better to ask than what I mean, what's the worst they could say? No. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is the people that are going to disagree with this and think that the owner or manager, whoever was in this scenario is, is an asshole are the ones that are underperforming. Those are the ones that go to the job that are half-assing it, using it as just a paycheck. They're the ones who are going to be like, wow, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Of course you deserve to pay out bonuses. It's just that that structure of life is well, they think they're deserving of it. And again, you know, everyone's going to have their opinion, yep. right? So that's everyone's this, entitled to it. That's, that's, what this, that's what this whole podcast is about. You yeah. and I don't agree on 100% of things. Nope. We don't agree on 50% of things. Mm -mm. You know, we have different viewpoints, but, you know, that's how this world operates the beauty of this you don't have to agree with me just like we don't have to agree but yet we're still doing this this is that platform to where we can just showcase our thoughts our background our experiences yeah it's, can, all, you know, it's all opinions you can take it or yeah. leave it if you don't like it then you don't like it send us an email hit Yo. the road jack send us an email we got one last one one of my um more of a fun one what's the biggest animal you think you can beat in a fight for reference a rat six percent <laughs> of americans think they can beat a grizzly bear in a fight how big is the grizzly bear it's a brown bear Okay, how oh, big? Dude, I can it, and wait, I'm 260, bro. That's a Bradley Martin quote. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, we're Googling. If it's over 75 pounds, I'm losing. <laughs> a male grizzly bear can be over 600 pounds. Okay, oh, I'm God. at 300. I'm just kidding. I'm 273, depending on the day. Mondays, I'm 273. Tuesdays, I'm 270s. Um, so what do you got? What's the animal you can take down? Come on. Obviously, it can't have wings because no, I'm you take off running. I'm afraid of birds. Heard that. <laughs> if it has wings, I'm screaming like a girl. I'd rather fight a bear than a bird. Heard that. Um, what's the biggest animal I can take down? Have you ever been cow tipping? I have not. I think I can tip a cow. You have to kill the animal in a one-on-one -on -one battle. Ooh, can I have a gun? Yeah. What? Can I have a gun? It's hand-to-hand -hand combat. Hand-to-hand -hand combat. Yep. I can choke the shit out of a cow. <laughs> First off, absolutely not. We can do put it in a fucking headlock. Yeah. What if happened when it just takes off running? It's a baby cow. It's okay, so you're gonna take down a calf. Yeah, I'll so take you're down a calf. You're gonna kill a baby animal. Yeah. That's that's the answer you're gonna stick with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'll let you know if I come up with something else. But right now, I'm killing a calf. Excuse, excuse me. It's uh, still 300 pounds. Turn, turn the camera a little bit. <clears throat> um, thank you to the new What are you taking podcast. down a lizard? I'm not going to go kill a baby freaking cow. Okay, what if it's like a teenager? How do you, is it a bull? I don't know. Do they age like dogs? Oh, my God. So <laughs> the biggest thing that I could take down. Let me think. Let me think. Let me that think. Corn I really wanted to say <laughs> realistically. I was going to say a mountain lion, but those things You would get freaking uh, murdered. I would get mauled. I would have to get something. You couldn't even take down a house cat. Yeah, huh? Maybe not your cat. Your cat's a savage. Um, dude, I'm going to say like a, like a freaking boar. I'm bored listening to you. Yeah, hard. That was a great comeback. You're just mad that you're talking about killing a baby animal. I'm talking about, I was even going to say like a javelina, but those mother effers are they'll, mean they'll and territorial. Yeah, I, they they're got horns. aggressive as shit. If I had a knife, go. I'm winning that. Ten times out of ten, a cow's just but, an unathletic horse. <laughs> you ain't gonna they, choke they drop out a easy. cow. You're not gonna choke. Okay, have you ever watched a rodeo? Yeah, yeah. You tie up its legs and then you choke it out. 
So you're going to do that with your hands as yeah. it's running away from you? No, I'm going to rip his legs you, out from under him. You're still trying up, to ride this ride. Throw it up so I get timed. And then I'm going to go and shove my fist down his throat. Rip out its heart. A, a baby calf. Okay. No, I'm going cow. I'm, I'm going back to cow. I think I'm going back it. to a 600-pound cow. Mm-hmm. They're top-heavy. Okay. Uh, That's better can, than the baby can, calf. I'm going to be Continue on with your boring statement. Exactly. I'm just saying. It's, at least it's realistic. How, how are you killing it right now? Uh, I'm going to freaking Give me the it. scenario. Where are we? So, are we in the jungle? No, we can even do this like in the back desert over here somewhere. So, I'm going to come up on it. It's going to be sitting right there off in the distance. It's going to get all Is low. it going to see you? It's going to, yeah. What time gonna, of day we're is gonna this? We're going to lock uh, sunset, obviously. Sun it's in romantic. the back behind me. You have candles lit? Coming down. The sun's in its eyes. So, it's having a little bit of a hard time seeing me. Okay. Little, do you have a flashlight? Saying? No, no, no. Flash. Fucking bare ass hands. I got a bandana looking like Rambo. Do you have a shirt on or off? Uh, it's like open button. Is that because so it's, on, but it's, it's just too small of a shirt or because you opened it? Uh, it's because I opened it. A little bit of airflow, but also I wanted like, you know, maybe I can use it to wrap over its eyes so it doesn't keep me. Uh, yeah. Hello. Speedo. No, I'm pants because it's on the yeah. desert. There's like cactuses oh, and yeah. stuff. Okay. So anyways, locked eyes with it. I'm coming after it. The sun's setting, so it's in its eyes. I come just, we're just, it's mm-hmm. running at me. I'm running at it. It's oh, you're go. playing chicken. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I'm going to go. And I'm going to jump over it a little bit and drop my knee right on his freaking forehead. He's going to get all dazed and confused. And time, out. The time, elbow, time out. And I'm time out. Like, time out. right here. Time What's out. Up, bitch? Time, time out. Just, you ain't running, your ass ain't jumping. So let's yeah, start the story first over. Off, I'm 100 running because it's. From you're my running life. away. You're there, not running towards it. There's a donut shop behind the boar. I forgot the. So let you're you gonna know. stop after you launch over the boar. It's not really jumping. It's more I tripped. I hit a rock, and, and as then I'm your coming knee goes down, into its head, concusses it. Yeah, and then I give him the people's elbow right on the because back because you're unathletic neck. and it just happens that way. Yeah, you're not planning this. No, 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 okay. absolutely. So I give him, I'm like, I'm like stumbling. I'm like, oh, my knee really freaking hurts. And then I just, well, bam. And you think that kills it? No, it, but it stuns him enough for me to just. So we're stomping it. Yeah. It's a hand to hand battle. This is attached to my body. It's not not using a weapon. I'm using my foot. That's a weapon. I would punch it, but then I hurt my hand. I'm hitting the cow with a freaking car. You can't (laughs) do that. That alleviates the hand to hand combat. We'll hand to hand after I'm hitting with the car first. Hit it with the car, knock his ass out, kill it. Then I'm going to go over and punch it and be like, that was me. I got, I got confused when you said you're going to hand-to-hand after it. It sounded sexual. What do you think is the wildest animal they said they could kill? Oh, a freaking silverback gorilla. A boar. <laughs> 8% of Americans said they could kill a gorilla. Yes, let's suck it! I wanted to say gorilla, but that's just unrealistic. I think Those a lot are- of people say that they can kill a, a bear. I've actually thought about it once. If I come across a bear in the woods, I think I could take it. Jesus. Only because I've wrestled big men before. Not like that. I kind of like that. kind of like that. <laughs> You're giving me shit about the animal I picked? <laughs> I think I could take it. No. I think about it. I don't think I can actually kill them. 8% of Americans said they could kill an elephant. How? Hand-to-hand combat with an elephant. What the? What? French is wrong? What are you, Tarzan? What is wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I love what, what, what is wrong with people? And then you're over here talking about swinging from the trunks for like Tarzan. Yeah. You've never seen Tarzan? Yeah, I have. I just, I'm just saying, if, like, realistically, people are Kill an elephant. Ridiculous. I don't even know how I'd do that with a gun. A really thick big caliber. Skin. Yeah, thick skin. Yeah. It could happen, though. People do cal. it. So it's Bazooka. A little, little, Shove a, a little grenade sad. down this trunk. You just see how they take the, the tusks off of it. 
I think that's a wrap. A golden pony boy. So we've talked about a lot. We've uncovered a lot. Jake needs to find someone to vent to. Help me. <laughs> Don't be afraid to find that rock in your life. Go find that someone that you can talk to. Vent, open up a little bit. Find us on Instagram. Oh my gosh, you're doing the rollout. I'm so proud of you. Get, find yep, us Instagram. on Instagram. You can find us on the TikTok. Are we at the.yucky.podcast? Sounds good. You. And now we got some YouTube shorts going out. Hello. We got a little bit of everything. Now. We're looking for a couple more guests. We got a good one coming in next week. I think we already have them on the schedule. Good, good. If you have any questions, you can hit us up at any of our social medias or at theyuckypodcast.gmail.com. Reach out. If you want to be a guest, feel free to reach out. We'll love to have you on. Other than that, that's all I got, Jake Kimari. You got anything else to I'm add? I'm so proud of you. That was amazing. Great job. See y'all next time. Later.